News Talk Breakfast with Kira Kelly and Shane Coleman in association with Air on News Talk. Now, changing how people travel for short journeys has the most potential for reducing transport emissions. That's the view of Ona Hearn. He's the transport lead for Dublin's energy agency, Kodama, and he joins us now. Owen, is it really that simple? Do you think it could make such a big difference? Um, yeah, I think there is huge potential, absolutely, for um, sort of shorter journeys for uh, reducing emissions from transport. Um, it's kind of interesting if you look at sort of the Dutch example, where um, there was a study out last week actually talking about you know the Dutch cycle on average 2.6 kilometres per day, which doesn't sound like a lot, um, but kind of applied globally, that would reduce emissions by something like 700 million tonnes of CO2 a year. So if you were to apply that to Dublin, um, you know, we've got just under a million and a half people in Dublin, so that would be about 120,000 tonnes of CO2 per year. So it's, it's a significant chunk of the existing emissions, maybe 7% of Dublin's uh, current transport emissions. Yeah, are we pretty, I mean, and, and people who live in Dublin, they generally will have a supermarket, for example, within two kilometres of, of their house. Like, are we sure. very guilty of jumping in the car for short journeys? I think to a certain extent, it's kind of due to what, what, you know, the way the city has been built over the last number of decades. It was very much built around cars. So kind of undoing that is a challenge, um, you know, despite you know, a lot of good intentions people have. Sometimes simply, you know, there's a, a long uh, walk through housing estates where, you know, maybe it'd be easy to knock a hole in a cul-de-sac and, you know, make it a lot easier to get to some, air, you know, shops that might be, you know, as the crow flies very close, but, you know, there's a really long circuitous route you have to go around to get to them. Or, you know, there's, there's I think a lot of it is not necessarily down to laziness, but down to just the infrastructure isn't there. And, and, and I think a huge thing is safety as well on the roads. That, you know, if, if people don't feel safe, it's not, if it's not attractive for, for walking or cycling, then people will jump in the car. Uh, so more cycle lanes is, is an absolute imperative as far as you're concerned? Yeah, yeah, definitely. I mean, like, there are other things as well. You, you could talk about the speed limits on roads. So, you know, a 30-kilometer-hour um, sort of... Um, default speed limit for the, for the city um, would be a really good start. That would, you know, slow down vehicles around um, cyclists uh, to make it feel more comfortable and safe. Um, and, of course, yeah, segregated cycle lanes, um, they really they have to be rolled out. That's it's the the main main concern people have is, is safety when they're, they're walking and cycling in Dublin. Whenever we talk about uh, people maybe taking a bike uh, to work or to, to do anything else, uh, inevitably texts come through and say, oh, our weather here is too bad uh, for, for, for cycling. What, what do you say to that argument? Yeah, um, it's, I suppose in Dublin, we're, we're not so bad. Um, we're statistically the driest county in the country. Um, yeah, I can totally understand. Uh, By the way, we have the same coast. rain as, uh, and maybe less than Amsterdam or Stockholm that's, that's or Copenhagen yeah. so, or any of those cities. So, so yeah, there's, there's certainly, um, yeah, there's, there's precedent in other countries that rain doesn't stop play. Um, yeah, you, you could kind of say, um, you know, if you have decent rain gear, spend 100 quid on, on decent rain jacket and rain bottoms, that it'll get you through most kind of rainy days in, in, in Ireland. Um, so, yeah, I, I don't kind of see that as being a huge um, issue. And I don't think that many people really um, cite that as, as their main concern. It's, it's generally safety and um, kind of the attractiveness of, of 
cycle routes, you know. Yeah. In terms of cycle routes, are, are we? It's just not. In terms of cycle routes, there's obviously a lot of work to be done. Are we getting better in Dublin? I mean, I do see, like, I, I cycle into work sometimes, and I like I do see more cycle lanes. Now, some of them are a bit haphazard. There's definitely more than there was uh, two or three years ago. Definitely, yeah. And I think that, yeah, obviously the COVID situation um, kind of kick-started some projects, I think, that had been sitting on the shelf waiting to go, and then that was sort of the the, the kick that they needed to get them going. Um so I suppose part of, um, you know, what's going on is we've had the, you know, we have, we've had strategies um, drawn up, you know, the cycle network plan for Dublin that was drawn up in 2013, which had been mostly sitting on the shelf, but that's, I think, now beginning to be, you know, revised and rolled out um, at a lot more speed. And, you know, there's, there's funding available now, which previously, you know, we didn't have much funding in the local authorities to, to carry out these works. And now there's, you know, a million euro a day from... Um, the active travel budget so okay. you know kind of these things are, are sort of aligning um, at, at the right time I'm just looking here at one of the stats uh, in your research um, 57% of people use a private car for journeys under 2 kilometres yeah so you know that's it's huge um, there's a huge amount of emissions from kind of those short trips that's just habit um, though, isn't it it is habit yeah definitely and yeah breaking that habit you have to, you just have to make it more attractive to not take the car. Um, so, you know, whatever that is, if it's, you know, giving sort of safe, prioritized cycleways and footpaths, um, you know, having the, the other side of it, you know, it's, you know, making it a little bit less attractive to use the cars if there's kind of filter, you know, road filters where, you know, walking and cyclists are, are able to get through, but cars aren't. Yeah. Or, yeah, Sorry, just before you go, do, do we need to make driving more inconvenient? Do we need to make it more difficult for people to use the car? In certain situations, we do, yeah. Yeah, it's, um, it is too convenient at the moment, um, and particularly in, in built-up areas where there's congestion, there's um, emissions, not just, you know, greenhouse gas emissions, but nitrogen dioxide is a huge um, problem in Dublin as well. Um, so air quality and all of that sort of stuff, we do need to reduce significantly the number of car trips. Okay, and all right. There has to be a carrot and a stick, unfortunately. Okay. All right, Owen Hearn, Transport Lead for Dublin's Energy Agency. Kodama, thanks indeed for joining us. 53106, do we need, as Owen said, a bit of stick as well as carrot? Are you guilty of uh, getting in the car for under, journeys under two kilometres? 53106 at a cost of 30 cent. News Talk Breakfast with Kira Kelly and Shane Coleman. In association with AIR. Weekday mornings at 7.